All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. 32 minutes past the hour. Liftoff on Apollo 11. Neil Armstrong reporting the rolling pitch program, which puts Apollo 11 on a proper heading. Active FM, this is The Void Show. My name is Andrew, and I am your show host of all time. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much for being here. I really want to believe that you've been having a great time. Really want to believe that you had a fantastic week, and you're just here really looking forward to what you're going to be learning today, right? Um, I'm so excited, and I mean, I'm always excited for our shows, right? And I'm always expectant and I'm more especially today because I know that we're going to be having a great show. Okay, we're really going to be having a great show. And uh, I'd really want to believe as well that you have seen our title about Earth. And this is actually a continuum of last week's show, right? If you hadn't yet checked last week's show, you might just want to check it after this one, right? Um we were speaking about Earth, and actually, we titled that show, Let's Come Back Home, right? Let's Come Back Home. And the, the reason for that is, is you know, um, it seemed very odd that we have sort of discussed plenty of things in the universe. You would name one of them, right? You would name actually all of them, things that we have discussed, but yet we have not really studied our planet Right, we have not really spoken about our planet, right? The the dynamics of Earth. We have not really discussed that. So that seemed very um odd in a way. And we even made a very interesting story, funny in a way. And so if you want to know that, go check it out, right? Uh, we spoke about the shape of Earth. And I mean, uh, you, you know, one thing that you should take from our conclusions on the shape of Earth is that even though you would hear us speaking about Earth being spherical, Earth is not actually a perfect sphere, like a ball, okay? It's not actually a perfect sphere, like a ball, okay? So Earth is sort of flattened at the poles, Okay, it's flattened at the poles. And because of that flattening at the poles, there's bulging at the center. Okay, there's bulging at the equatorial regions of Earth because of the flattening at the poles. Sort of like when you have a balloon and you put in some water. If you keep rotating the balloon, it's going to flatten at the two opposite sides and it's going to bulge at two opposite sides, right? Which would be on the sides, right? Sort of perpendicular to the other two opposite sides. So it's pretty much the same thing with Earth. And that's pretty much what you should have taken from the shape of Earth. And so today, we're going to be continuing our discussion on planet Earth. And I mean, you saw our title for today. We're going to be touching on that, right? What we actually mean by that. We're going to be speaking about Earth's motion. Uh, you know, the physical sciences of Earth. Um... Uh, uh, you know, there's, it, it's just interesting that there's, there's, there's this way in which things happen on Earth. How we live our lifestyle does not only impact our lifestyle and us personally, 
or you know as as the world but it actually as well does affect the planet okay i'm sure you've heard of ozone layers uh, we're going to be touching on that a little today we're going to be speaking about some geography right i don't know if we did geography in school um but we're going to be touching on that as well we're going to be speaking about some parts of earth like really three vital and important parts that make up earth right we're going to be speaking about that so there's really going to be some interesting facts about our planet that you're going to be learning today right um we're going to be speaking about um how things work on the planet so so um how do the oceans affect the weather okay how do the oceans affect the weather how do our driving of cars affect the weather um uh you know the using of electricity how does it affect the weather or our lifestyle even how does it affect um the conditions that we live in right how does it affect the seas how does it affect the land you know um the disposing of garbage how does it affect planet earth so we really very touching on those interesting things and um there's only one thing i can say now and it's that you need to be here so right after this make sure that you are here I'll give you a reason to laugh. Let me give you a reason to laugh. Cuz this week I'm doing the deep joke segment. Okay, this is my deep joke. Are you ready? <coughs> okay. Since the humor turn on. <laughs> okay. I'll never forget my granddad's last words to me just before he died. They were, "Are you still holding the letter?" <laughs> Good. So, where do we start? We start here about Earth. What is Earth? It's home, right? It's literally the very same planet you are standing on, right? All of humanity lives on planet Earth. Right? Everyone that you know either has lived or lives or will live on this planet. Okay? There's nobody that you know who won't live on this planet. Okay? Or who's not living on planet Earth. Okay? Your future partner, your parents, your ancestors, your favorite celebrity, your role model, all of them, you name them, they live on this planet. Okay? So it's actually quite a pretty good idea to study Earth, right? <laughs> now, now the three important parts, right, or the three important uh, things that actually make up planet Earth. Okay? Do you want to guess them? Go ahead. It's what? It's water, it's air, and it's the soil. Right? It's water, it's air, and it's the soil ground. Now, 
we cannot be denied that those are actually three important things that form planet Earth. Okay, so in scientific terms, and uh, quite interestingly, when we're speaking about those three parts of Earth, uh, scientifically, not. I mean, in scientific terms, the scientific wording of those parts is actually derived from the Greeks, or it's actually having Greek roots. Okay, so when we're speaking about the water part of Earth, um, scientifically, we would be calling that the hydrosphere. Okay, so anytime you hearing the word hydro, you have to know that it's got something to do with water. Okay, that's why when we're speaking about the hydrosphere, then we're speaking about the water part of Earth, right? Then we can speak about the atmosphere. Okay, the atmosphere. So atmo, it's also a Greek word that would mean air. Okay, that would mean what? It would mean air that makes up planet Earth. Okay, so that's the atmosphere. Right, and we're going to be studying that in more detail today. And then the last one uh, is uh, remember, we said it's the soil ground. Okay, so in scientific terms, uh, the soil ground would be what we call the lithosphere. Okay, it would be what we call the lithosphere. So, obviously, then the litho is it's, it's the Greek root. And lithos actually means stone, right? So that, that would obviously asset the soil ground of planet Earth. And now you have to be very careful that on all these scientific words, it's the lithosphere, it's the hydrosphere, it's the atmosphere, um, even though the first part would really describe the property of Earth, uh, but then the last part is actually sphere, right? And obviously that implies the spherical structure of planet Earth. Imagine if I could say lithoflat, hydroflat, Atmoflat, right? I mean, I mean, we are realizing that we actually have been calling it the atmospheres. I mean, even flat earthers, they call it atmosphere, but they're saying earth is flat. What a flat contradiction, right? We're not there either way. So, so those are the three important parts that form planet Earth, okay? Now, let us first start by looking at the atmosphere part of Earth, okay? Now, the atmosphere, obviously, that would be the Earth, I mean, the, the air, right? So, if you look at Earth in um, pictures, you would see that there's sort of this bluish layer that surrounds Earth, okay? Now, that layer is the atmosphere. That's where the air is, okay? That's where the air is. And the, the atmosphere it is sort of divided into different layers. And I'm just going to be telling you the names of those layers. We're not really going to be getting more in detail with them because we want to, you know, study uh, the hydrosphere. There's plenty of things we want to speak about today. So I'm just going to be telling you the layers that actually make up the atmosphere okay so you get this you've got earth you've got the atmosphere okay it's that layer of air that surrounds planet earth okay so that layer of air that surrounds planet earth is divided into sub layers okay 
and those sub-layers, they, they are divided like that depending on properties of them, right? Maybe it could be the temperature. Maybe when you get a, at a certain height above Earth's surface, there's a temperature difference, right? Maybe there's a pressure difference, right? So it's those kind of things that when they are studied, they actually automatically divide Earth into those different layers. Not Earth, but the atmosphere of of Earth, right? So, I mean, when we speak of the atmosphere, um, you find that there's 78% of nitrogen element there, 21% of oxygen, and then about 1% of other gases, right? And obviously that would be your, your water wave vapor and your carbon dioxide and some pretty, you know, um, less elements in there. You also have your dust in there as well. Okay, so so uh, uh, it's it's the atmosphere. Ne? Now we said the the atmosphere is divided into layers. So um, uh, so you have Earth, and the layer that we are living in is the troposphere. Okay, it's called the troposphere. That's the layer that we are. That's la the the layer that we are living in, right? And actually, tropos. It's also meaning change, okay? Uh, and um, it's called the troposphere because um, that's where we live. And I mean, that's where there's weather, okay? That's where there is... It, 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 it's a layer where there are great changes, right? There, there, there's, there's, it, there's just too much that's happening there, right? I mean, we live here, we breathe, you know, there's a lot that's happening. There's weather, there's rainfall, there's, there's so many changes that are happening in this layer that we live in, right? So remember, it's the atmosphere, and this atmosphere is divided into layers. So the layer that we're living in is called the troposphere, okay? It's called the trop what? The troposphere. And 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 be uh, that, that, that above the troposphere, you have um, another layer. It's called the, the, the stratosphere, right? It's called the stratosphere. And above the stratosphere, you've got the, the, the mesosphere. Then above the mesosphere, you've got the thermosphere. And above that, you've got the exosphere, okay? And all of these layers, they form what we call the atmosphere of planet Earth, right? And they are like that, depending on the different properties of, of, of them, okay? So remember the first one, the one that we live in, it's called what? When we're walking, it's called the troposphere, okay, and it 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 it, it extends to about um, uh, ten kilometers above the ground, right? Ten kilometers, not that high. It extends about ten kilometers, and then from ten kilometers to like um, fifty kilometers, right, uh, from the ground, then you you have the layer that we call the stratosphere, and that's where you have your ozone layer. You remember the ozone layer? That's where you have your ozone layer. The ozone layer is made up of three molecules of oxygen. And I mean, ozone layer pretty much helps with the radiation from the sun. So you remember that the sun is having the ultraviolet radiation, okay? So the ozone layer is sort of trapping the ultraviolet radiation so that it does not reach us because ultraviolet radiation is uh, very, very high energy that if it could reach us, um, it's extremely dangerous. Okay? Um, it's extremely dangerous that it can cause uh, uh, skin cancer. 
okay if it could really really um come to us you know at its um original form like at at its with its flux actually that's a good word from the sun you can have skin cancer um you you can have um your 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 eyes can actually be damaged you know um health problems even those rays they can harm crops they can be very very dangerous to aquatic life and um we're speaking about things like your immune um deficiencies and stuff right they they really 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 dangerous and um ozone is really scarce in the atmosphere so that's why a lot of times you'd hear scientists speaking about um um what can we really do to minimize um us depleting the ozone layer or creating those holes in 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 the ozone layer right so so that's that's pretty much about the atmosphere okay now remember we have only discussed the air right the air part of planet earth right remember three of them it's air it's water and it's the soil ground right air it's the atmosphere in scientific terms then you've got water right in scientific terms that would be what it would be the hydro the hydrosphere right so i mean earth is the only planet that appears to be having water and you probably know this but um um you, you know about three-fourths of the surface of planet earth is covered by the oceans hey that's a pretty cool fact about three-fourths of the surface of earth is covered by the the oceans and i mean that would be about i don't know 75 percent of oceanic water hey eh? and i mean you can also start to include other bodies of water you know like your in inland um um lakes so 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 there's a way uh 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 there's a way so so this is this is the point that i'm trying to drive home we spoke about the atmosphere and i just wanted to see that the hydrosphere does interact with the atmosphere why am i saying this that's because these bodies of water they play a large part in atmospheric changes right and the atmospheric changes would actually we, we call it weather weather is the atmospheric changes okay they play a very very large part because we would be speaking about water vapor okay you know that um what do we call it is it water cycle so you see the water cycle it's a very good example of 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 the working together of these three parts of earth okay it's it's, it's a very good example so so i mean when we speak about the the, the water uh the earth's surface water um um water is actually obviously made of hydrogen right um h2o that's a lot of hydrogen um oxygen molecules so when you go to the oceans you actually start to find a lot of sodium you know your chlorine and and many 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 other elements right and that's because of the salt remember the salt that's in the the ocean as well it, it's 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 it, it comes from that chlorine and, and sodium as well and i mean um traces of all the elements would probably be revealed pretty much well if we can have much more sensitive 
um, machines to actually detect that. So, so um, a, a bit quickly before we get to a beautiful gem, um, and then we have the lithosphere, okay? Now, the lithosphere would be what? It would be the soil part or the ground part, right? Uh, the solid part, actually, of, of, of planet Earth, right? And why did I say we can now then now speak of uh, um, um, geography? That's because the solid part of the, the solid part of planet Earth is made up of three types of rocks. Okay, it's made up of three types of rocks, the lithosphere, right? It's made up of what? Three types of rocks. If you remember in your geography class, it's the igneous rock, it's the sedimentary rock, and it's the metamorphic rock, right? And then you'd have uh, the soil, obviously, that would consist of, I mean, like these rock debris, right? And, and sort of stuff like that. So when we speak about the, the igneous rock, it would be the one that's really highly related with the, the volcano, right? The molten lava, right? You know, um, 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 that's the igneous rock. If you have an igneous rock, it's got high chance to be derived from molten lava, right? Then you've got your sedimentary rock. So your sedimentary rocks would be the layered rocks, right? It, it really consists uh, principally, if that's a good way of saying it, it, it consists of rock fragments, that are sort of, um, um, you know, that are accumulated uh, through thousands and thousands and thousands of years. And so because of that, they are sort of layered in a very uh, beautiful way. I mean, you can take into account temperature changes as well, the pressure and forces of nature, right? So because of those things and thousands and thousands of years, you have the sedimentary rocks being formed. And... Um, if 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 the, the the last one would obviously be the metamorphic rock, okay? And the metamorphic rock, it, it's it's just a combination of um, your igneous rocks or your sedimentary rocks. After thousands of years, under temperature changes, the pressure changes into then form the metamorphic rock, okay? So <laughs> we are uh, we spend quite um, a great amount of time speaking about these three parts. I didn't think it would take this much time, um, but this is what we're going to do. I'm going to give you a gem, right? I'm going to give you this beautiful gem. It's one of my favorite songs, right? Sang by Active Worship. Um, I love it. You know why? Because it's speaking about the beginning of time, before the beginning of time. Can you imagine what was before the beginning of time? What was before the beginning of time? You know, some of the deep questions of physics is what is even time? Hey, what, what, what is even time? Can, can you have reality without time? Um, if you start to think about God and, and, you know, his infinite being, you start to think that um, he's not affected by time or he's not bound by time and how that actually is. You know, um, so in, in in the physical world or in the physics or scientific nature, not scientific nature, but in in in, in sciences, um, in there's a, there's a branch of physics called relativity. So time is considered as the fourth dimension. Okay, it's considered as the fourth dimension. So we live in this three dimensional world. Um, they consider time as the fourth dimension, right? So you're actually living in a four dimensional universe right um 
it's pretty much like you can't have time without having reality or without having space. And you can't have space without having time. Okay? That's why if if we're going to go on a date tonight, um, it's not going to help much if you say, let's meet at, um, at a certain place without mentioning a time. Right? And it's also not going to help if you're going to mention the time without mentioning a place. Right? So that's why the universe in physics is usually taken as space and time. Because time without space is useless and space without time is useless as well. So we say space-time, right? So it's space, which is just a three-dimensional world that we live in, and time, which is one continuum dimension. So this three-dimensional world that we live in in one time dimension is four-dimensional continuum in which is the universe that we live in. I hope there was not a missed call. Um, we were not there, by the way. Um, I just wanted to give you this beautiful gem. And so um, I love it because it's speaking about before the beginning of time. I, I love it. So um, I hope you're going to love it. Enjoy it. Active worship, endless victory.
the beginning of time. And of course, that was a beautiful jam played by Active Worship saying to you, endless victory. Thank you so much for still being here. Thank you so much for still joining us. If you are still here, as I always say, it means you are loving what we are speaking of today. But of course, we are speaking about planet Earth, our home planet, right? We are learning more about our planet Earth, and I really hope that you still you know, um, enjoying Earth. We really spoke about interesting facts about planet Earth, you know, um, three parts that are vital and that make up planet Earth. Really cool stuff, okay? And I, I wanted to speak about how the age of Earth is sort of determined scientifically, okay? And um, I'm not going to do that now, but I'm actually going to make a specific and a special show for that, okay? Because, um, you know, I, uh, I I also don't want to speak about how the age of Earth is sort of determined scientifically, right? But I really also want to speak about um, how th- the sort of the result or, you know, um, uh, so this is what I'm trying to say. I also want to speak about the, the the possibility that the methods that are used to sort of measure the age of Earth could not be true, okay? Or they could not even be accurate, okay? So I'm really going to be uh, planning that show out and to speak about the methods that are used to measure the age of Earth in, in science. And I'm going to be speaking as well about why those methods cannot be true, okay? We're also going to be speaking about the Big Bang um, in the future shows and um, why that could not be true as well, okay? We, we, it's really going to be an interesting show, so we're sort of going to give you actually what the Big Bang means, okay? And, and why do we say it cannot be true, right? Scientifically so, right? Logically so as well. So, um, so, so that that's going to be coming up in, in in the future. But now, um, this is what we're going to end with. Okay, we're going to end with speaking about Earth's motion. Now, for thousands of years, for thousands of years, for millennia, um, you know, um, in the ancient ages, you know, throughout the Middle Ages. People believed that Earth stood motionless. <laughs> eh? People believed that Earth sort of is motionless. It's just, uh, you know, in the middle of the universe. And these people explained the succession of day and night and the changing positions of the stars by saying that Earth was still, right? So, so they explained the succession of day and night by saying um, the sky somehow moves around Earth. Okay, that's pretty much how it was for so many years. The sky, the stars, the moon, the sun, they somehow magically, you know, automatically and dynamically move around planet Earth. And we are in the center of the universe. 
we, we are so special that everything seems to be not not even seems to be everything is revolving around us that's how it was for so many years right and it was okay for them to think like that honestly it was okay because that's pretty much how everything seems to be right but we know that when we're on earth and we're looking at a plane um obviously when the, the further it, it goes away from us the smaller it's going to come right and so if you're going to conclude that that's the original size of the plane um that 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 would be what we call a conjecture okay that would not really be true okay and obviously if the plane sort of comes closer to you and you actually start to realize the that it's it's big okay you actually going to start to make different conclusions about it okay so so i mean um not nothing could be further from the truth uh because we we have since learned that um why stars are moving in the sky why the moon is moving in the sky you know why the sun is moving in the sky the apparent daily movement of stars in the heavens is due to the rotation of planet earth right we have learned that so earth makes a single complete rotation in exactly 23 hours 56 minutes and 4.9 seconds okay and there's a proof for that there's a proof for for um earth is is actually sort of rotating um there's an experiment that was performed at about 1851 by a french physicist called um jean bernard leon foucault okay jean bernard leon foucault so i'm not going to go through it because it's sort of like you need to see it so um if if you're interested in 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 knowing more about the experiment that he performed and that experiment literally showed that earth is spinning um you might just want to search it online or you want go on our, on the void show page and you will see um what that experiment was right um but what we can sort of conclude is that um you know earth 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 is spinning um the alternation of day and night is due to the rotation of earth about its axis okay as the planet turns a given place on its surface will be in sunlight or in darkness right depending upon whether it is facing the sun or facing the part of the sky on the other side of the earth from the sun okay so that would obviously depend and i mean there are plenty of things that you can actually check um so many interesting things that are the results of earth spinning um there's an effect uh also in geography as well it studied a lot in geography as well um due to the rotation of earth um there are air currents okay there are air currents that are turned toward the right in the northern hemisphere and towards the left in the southern hemisphere right it's a phenomenon that's called the coriolis force okay it's because of what is because of the 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 spinning of earth okay it's because of the spin of earth and again um i don't know if you've seen these pictures so beautiful um and literally you can do this for yourself if if you would 
um, you know, uh, focus a camera on the southern star, which you will see if you're in the southern hemisphere, or on the northern star, which you will see if you're in the northern hemisphere. Um, if you would literally focus it there, and if you're going to leave your shutter open for several hours, um, the star's going to pretty much appear to be there, and 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 all other stars are sort of going to be revolving around uh, that star. And obviously that's because Earth, right, on which the camera rests, has been rotating on its axis, right? And so the star pretty much seems to be at uh, the same point, and then you get all the stars sort of revolving around the northern star. Right. So, I mean, this is pretty much where we're going to end it for today. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, there's so much interesting things about about um, Earth. Um, we we're going to be speaking about the wobbling effect, right? Uh, I mean, when you really go in depth into studying, you'd find that, I mean, even the, the, the gravity, you know, uh, sort of the combination of the gravity, um, um, you know, the moon and stuff like that, that those things have an effect on the rotation of Earth. And that's when we're going to be speaking about the wobbling motion of Earth, uh, the, the precession, you know, um, um, but that would be for another day. And I hope that today you learned a lot of things about our planet. Okay. Um, last week I made a very funny story about the giant who had not seen itself, right? <laughs> um, um, uh, that was a quite funny story. And you want to go listen to that show, actually. We don't want to be like that giant, right? We don't want to be like that giant. It ended up being fooled because it did not know itself, eh? So we don't want to be like that giant. And, um... So right after this, I have very one important last thing to tell you. There's something that I'm going to tell you. And you, wanna, you, you really want to come back. And we're going to be closing after that. stream Reactive's very own The Movement album on Spotify and Apple iTunes. Reactive is a movement. And of course, we have just reached the end of our show today. Um, it was a beautiful and a relaxed show learning about our home planet um just a bit of a recap we learned about um three parts that make up planet earth you know um it's the air it's the water um and it's the soil the ground right and we've got scientific terms for that the lithosphere the the hydrosphere and the atmosphere okay and be very careful that those are not the the lithoflats the hydroflats Atmoflats, okay. <laughs> I'm just teasing. Um, um, but that that was pretty much it. And then after that, we obviously spoke about the motion of Earth. Um, you know, early people, things that they believed, and how that has changed sort of over time, right? And and we spoke about uh, ozone layer. Really, really interesting stuff. Okay, really cool stuff. 
Uh, remember the ozone layer, you actually do find it in the stratosphere, right? You have the atmosphere and it's divided into subspheres, okay? Your, your troposphere, your stratosphere, your mesosphere, your thermosphere, and then your exosphere, okay? Uh, depending on different properties of those layers. And I mean, that was pretty much it. I enjoyed myself. I learned something, something, something today. And I hope that you learned something today as well about our home planet. So please do come again next week. We'll still be here same time. Do not forget to share out the show. All the love from Active FM. And um, have a fantastic week ahead of you. Bye. <laughs> Instagram at ActiveFM777 and Facebook at forward slash ActiveFM.